Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Alrighty. Here we are. It's Friday already. Yes. All of a sudden. I know we say that, but I wonder if we confuse the listeners all the time because it's really Monday to them. Well, you're right. <laughs> I was on Good the point. way over here. Good point. I was going to mention to you, let's just act like it's Monday. Right. When we record. Because sometimes we're like, have a great weekend. And people are like, oh, that's right. We do say that. It's and Monday. Like the weekend's not even. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, you know, you're going to hear this on Monday, so we hope you had a good weekend. Yes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right. So oh we'll just goodness. have to, like, put it in our brain that it's Monday and oh, act like it's Monday, yeah. right? Yeah, would you all just give us some grace here because... You know, it only took us over a year to, to like, come up with a solution to just act like it's Monday, girls. Right. <laughs> Anyways. We're a hot mess. <laughs> Girl, by the time it gets to Friday. <laughs> We're a hot mess. Y'all just know we record on Friday. <laughs> we publish it on Monday. So when you hear right. this, it's on Monday. Right. But we record it on Friday, so give yeah. us grace. <laughs> yeah. So when we say have a good weekend, we don't mean next week. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We were actually talking about the weekend that already passed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, oh, goodness. Wow. And we're yeah. just now thinking about that. Right. <laughs> right on. But I thought we'd start with a couple announcements. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah, you go, go ahead. No, I like you? yours. Yours is, I feel, more exciting. Oh, come on. It is. It is. Well, listen, um, I'm just doing this uh, little Bible study, kind of an unconventional yes. Bible study. Uh, we don't meet weekly. Totally un no pressure. No pressure. No a Bible study. Yeah, it's like the best kind of of both worlds, I guess. And it would hit a whole category of different people, like somebody that's always had a desire to read the whole Bible, but can't the Bible, but can't. Right. Somebody that just needs a little bit of accountability. Yes. Yeah. Or somebody that just needs that 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 little push or the circle of people that they can. Um, ask questions to. Yeah, so exactly. It's really if you fit any of those criteria. I think you're right. Yeah. So it's, what uh, is it? Well, we are going to be going through the one year Bible. That's that's the actual name of the Bible, mm -hmm. the one year Bible. Mm -hmm. And what's cool about that Bible is it takes a reading each day. Mm -hmm. um, it, you have a reading of the Old Testament, New Testament, Psalms, Proverbs, mm -hmm. and it takes about 15 minutes to read. Mm -hmm. But then there's a companion book that goes with it. Mm -hmm. And um, the companion book asks like three to four different questions about your reading and it gives you the answers. Yeah. So you can you know, kind of think on those and yeah. understand what you read a little bit better. And then um, whoever wants to um, do that, um, if you're here locally, we'll meet once a month, the mm -hmm. first Saturday of the month, way bright and early, <laughs> 7 a.m. 
But then it doesn't leak into your weekend. No, it doesn't. You know? It doesn't Honestly, leak into the weekend. It doesn't kind of mess up. Shouldn't mess up. Yeah. And if you're not local, then um, I could zoom you in. And what are you guys going to do on the once a month thing? Well, um, that's the time for people to ask questions if they've read, you know, they've done their readings for a whole month. During their readings, they don't understand something. They could write those questions down. And then mm -hmm. when, when when we meet, uh -huh. then we'll address those questions. Okay. And yeah. also, it could be an opportunity to share revelations that you had in yes. Scripture. Like, oh, yeah. this is what I learned. Or this is, yeah. I've read this before, and this jumped out of me. Uh-huh. This is um, what the Holy Spirit is speaking to me about it's encouraging to share those isn't it oh yeah think? so i mean we shouldn't it gives give different ourselves. it gives different insight yeah and there's sure. no right or wrong because honestly god speaks to us all differently yeah so i may read a script a scripture and get something a little bit different because of my timing or what's going on in my life yeah compared sure. to you reading it and it doesn't mean it's right or wrong so don't be shy to yeah. to not share yeah but basically too like when you open the bible so It'll say January first. January you're saying, first, it'll, and it'll have it'll have first different scriptures. The reading a reading from Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Then after that little short reading, it'll go into a reading from New Testament. Uh -huh. Then Psalms and Proverbs. Awesome. So then by the time you get, so you know exactly what to read because it says January oh, yeah. 1st. Yeah, it's dated. You're not flipping all over in the Bible because nope. they already put the scriptures there. Yep. From January 1st. Yeah. So then by the, when you get to the end of the book, it'll be December 31st and you would have read the entire Bible. Yeah, except right? for since we're getting started a little bit late. Yes. You know, we're going to be about a month behind. So we'll catch back up next January with the... Right. That's the cool thing is that anyone can jump in at any time. Yeah. So like if you're like, ooh, I can't really commit right now, but yeah. maybe March 1st is a yeah. better month for me. Yeah. You still can jump in. You're just going to start on March 1st uh -huh. in the Bible. Uh-huh. So yeah. that's what is mm -hmm. really cool about that too, is you can Absolutely. jump in at any time. And you know what? I'm just going to go out on a, on a whim here and I'm going to give my cell phone. I know I asked you to think that through, but yeah, but you but do. I am um, because I do give my cell phone out to my clients. Yeah. Um, so if you're interested in in joining this this little Bible study for the one year Bible, um, you can text me. Mm -hmm. Do not call me. I will not answer your call. Okay. <laughs> Just text me at six three six five seven eight. 9201 give me your name and just tell me you want to join in on the one year bible study mm -hmm. and the thing about it is is you could get this uh the one year bible i'm working out a new king james so that's what i suggest everybody else do but if you don't want to that's fine too no big deal mm -hmm. um you need to get the one year bible and the one year bible companion mm -hmm. You could get it from Amazon. I think currently they have copies in stock. You could get it from Christianbook.com, but they're not. Their shipments are back ordered until the first of February. Right. So. Yeah. And the companion is not a workbook of questions. No. No. Don't don't get us no. wrong. Because see, literally, this is why it's so pressure free. You're really just reading the Bible. You're just reading. You're you're just reading the Bible. And then you know what? You take your own notes if you want to take notes. Right. 
you write in the Bible, you write in the companion, yeah. you write in a notebook, whatever you want, you do that. But it's so easy and no pressure. It tells you what to read. Uh -huh. You don't, that companion, like you said, isn't like yeah. a workbook. So there's no questions for you to answer. The questions are already answered. Yeah, so it, it kind of just comes up with a few questions that someone may have after reading yeah. that, those verses and then it gives you the answer. Yeah. For sure. So, um, yeah, that's exciting. I know. So we're going to get started uh, actually tomorrow. Well, y'all will hear this on Monday. Um, but our first monthly meeting will be February the 5th. So you could still jump in. Right. And again, jump in anytime. But yeah. if you wanted to jump in when, when you're actually starting it. it would, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that. Now you've right. got something too. Well, I just, this was, I think it was not last year. I think it was the year before God put on my heart to offer more like a personal grief meeting yeah. for those that have had loss. Mm -hmm. And literally, and it was a summer day because I remember sitting out on my deck. He gave me all the material, mm -hmm. wrote it all up, all in one day, a matter of a couple yeah. hours. So. I just don't think a lot of people are aware of it. No, I don't that either. It's, that I offer it, but it's free. It's um, usually lasts about two hours. But what's different about it is instead of you going to a grief class or a grief share meeting where you're in the room with all other different strangers, is this is an opportunity for you to gather family and friends and people that are close to you to um, meet in our gathering room, which is in the in, in our office, mm -hmm. and it's a little bit more intimate. It's more personal, intimate. And what I do is I share a little bit of my story. I um, go over the stages of grief and also some of the things to avoid, and some of the um, the common mistakes that happen during the grief process. And I give you resources and then a little bit of opportunity to share. Just yeah. to share what you're feeling and open up. Absolutely. And questions or like for you to ask like, I'm doing this. Is this normal? Mm -hmm. You know? Um, and so, yes, that's it usually lasts about two hours. And um, you said that's monthly, Naomi? It's really whenever someone calls me, I accommodate with okay, when with the they want to gather. Yeah, oh, okay, so, good. So you would just basically contact me and um, by email and say I'm, I'm interested in setting up in a personal grief meeting tell me what happened a little bit and mm -hmm. then we'll schedule a convenient times usually in the evening yeah you know um, now let me ask you something are you gonna zoom are you gonna do zoom? I have zoomed someone in before yeah that okay. was in another state mm -hmm. okay yeah, that the family wanted them there yeah that young man to hear yeah mm -hmm. okay yeah. they've been very beneficial um, and so, yeah, I just want to put that out there. And usually it's um, after kind of the shock yes. wears off of, is of when I dying. recommend that, that when it, you know, yeah. you, you would want to And these have are, that. that's a really good class too, mm -hmm. because um, it's good for other people to see how other people are grieving, mm -hmm. you know, yes. and the questions that they have that they may not want to ask but they still have yeah and then people ask questions and it's just and I love that it's it's um, kind of free-flowing yeah no workbook 
Yeah. It's not about that. It's not structured. No, it's not about that. It's very personal and it's very yeah. intimate. It's very open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very helpful. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yes. Yeah. So So they could get a hold available. of you by your email? Mm-hmm. What's yeah. your email? Naomi.restorationcc at gmail.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. we just hope that people take advantage of these two yeah these two opportunities that right. we have right right and speaking of grief um it's it's amazing how um god can continue to teach you things about loss and grief mm-hmm. even many 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 years later yeah for sure um and god did put on my heart um what we should talk about this morning and mm-hmm. it's going to be a tough one so i'm going to get through this hopefully with no tears um but just uh a lot of people don't know this apart this part of my story and um it's about the unborn child mm-hmm. and um it was a there were some revelations that i had this morning about right. that experience right um and, and that was 22, was 23 years ago because my oldest daughter will turn 21 this year. So it had to be uh, well over 22 years mm-hmm. because um, I had a miscarriage with our first child. Mm. And um, my husband and I waited seven years. We got married young and I waited seven years um, to have a child. And... Um, I remember getting that motherly instinct, like, I want a baby. Yeah. And it was like a switch, and um, I couldn't turn it off. That's what happened to me when I turned 29. Yeah. It just was like, okay, you got to have a baby. Yeah. Yeah. So my heart was already in it. Mm-hmm. Big time. Like, I was already a yes. mother. Yeah. Like, when that switch went off, that switch went off I was already... And mother mode. Yeah. Um, my husband, uh, he he was like, okay, you know, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, as a male, did not realize how much he wanted a baby until it was gone. Mm. Um, and so what happened this morning is that um, I was listening to a, um, a video from Living Waters, I know we've mm-hmm. mentioned them before, and it was um, uh, one of the men that are on Living Waters when it's interviewing, and it was about abortion, mm-hmm. um, which is still speaking of the unborn child, yeah, whether it be a miscarriage or an abortion. Right. And um, he was talking about some points about um, the the gestation of the child and he was interviewing a gentleman and he was pointing out that at 21 days the heart is beating okay Mm -hmm. and and i knew this already Mm -hmm. and at 35 days there's brain activity that was new to me um but he said a little bit later in the video that at seven weeks all of the organs are formed Ooh, wow. Now, this hit me hard because I had a miscarriage at seven weeks. Mm. 
and I realized that I always minimized the trauma of that and I was God was having me reflect and I'm gonna get try to get through this um, because and how I was minimizing it is that when the baby passed through and I was at home um, when that happened with the human eye you can't, you can't see a baby, okay? Right. At seven weeks, it you does. Can't, it doesn't have form, right? It it didn't it didn't appear like a baby. So yeah. I think in my mind, I was saying that it really wasn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's that was the revelation. Hearing at seven weeks that it had a heartbeat and had brain activity and mm -hmm. all the organs were there. And so it really hit me that, yes, that was a baby you lost. Mm -hmm. And then I realized how much I, I minimized traumatic events in my life, mm, yeah, you know? Yeah, and um, it wasn't until my sister passed five, five, six years ago, I'm like, Lord, what do you want me to do with all of these things that have happened to me? And he kind of allowed me to have a, like a list of all the traumatic things that have happened mm. Did you write life. those down? I think I might have. I'm always journaling. So yeah. I, when God speaks to me, I definitely journal that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, and you know, it, he made me reflect at one of my words I'm working on for the year is, is humility. And mm -hmm. I'm like, he's really, really showing you. I'm really, this was really hard for me. Like yeah. doing this right now is super hard. Cause you um, don't share friend. <laughs> yeah. And the Lord is sharing with me and showing me that for you to share your story, you have to have humility. Yeah. And because it, it'll help somebody else. Right, that's the key behind it, is that I want to point out things that I did regret, that I did wrong, that so other people won't make that mistake or really think twice about it. And if I, I wish I would have um, I wish I would have treated it differently after yeah. it passed. Yeah. So that's a regret, because maybe then I would have allowed myself to realize the realization of it, the mm -hmm. reality. Mm -hmm. um, and I wish I would have got counseling then. Yeah. From this is the key, from a Christian counselor, because a Christian counselor will only be able to give you the hope. Yeah, that's what, the key is the hope. The hope of what God has for us. Yeah, because, I mean, we believe that, you know, that that baby's soul yes. is, is with, with Jesus. And one day, uh, you and Jose will see this child. Yeah. You know? Right. right. In its complete form. Right in its complete form yes and there were you know there 
there has to be uh, reasons, I believe, that the Lord allows certain things to happen and He gives us certain revelations years down the road. Yeah. You know, clearly. <laughs> right. Years down the road because He knows what we can handle and when we can handle it. Right. You know, and when it needs to be voiced. Because yes. some things can't be voiced or shared at right when that happens. Right. You know, but I feel like this and the place that you are with the Lord, you're able to handle that right now and you're able to share it and, and help other women or even husbands yeah. Um, who have lost a child to abortion or miscarried a child, um, to know that Jesus is our hope. Mm -hmm. He's our glory. He's our victory. Yeah. And the same goes for that child that is no more on this earth. Right. But will be in heaven. Yeah. Because in the video it also mentioned that the moment you're created, you have your own distinct DNA. Yeah, it's just proof that you that those cells, and, and I've heard people say it's just a blob of cells, mm. is actually different and distinct from the mother. It's not a yeah. part, It's it's in the mother, but it's not right part of the mother. It has right. its own DNA, its own soul and spirit and individuality of itself. The moment it's all that being you're created. created. Yeah, it's all being created. It's the moment you're created. Being wow. shaped and formed into who God wants that child to be. Not right. you. Right. Not right. Jose. Not other mamas or dads. But who God wants that child to be. Right. You know, and, and we've talked about this privately that... Um, you know, not not to dis, dismiss or or um, gosh, what is what is the word I'm thinking of? I can't think of it. But not to dismiss the fact that a child has been lost, but God still has a plan for that child. Yeah, just may not be here on this earth. Right, and God loves that child more than I do. Yeah, for sure. So for I sure, don't know why anyone would think that that child's not in heaven, not with the Lord. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it, even because I wasn't close to the Lord back then, mm -hmm. again, like you mentioned, He might have, in His mercy, allowed us to be a little bit numb and not take the steps of grieving. Yeah healthy in a healthy way then but later in life because really i mean back then you d you didn't know the lord no, like actually, you know now yeah. and and don't you think you would have probably you would have put blame where it shouldn't go and you would have put you would have had untrue understanding Mm -hmm. like you have understanding now mm -hmm. with God and his children. Yeah. At least I think so. I think you would you would have been in a different headspace back then and God wouldn't have been in the center of the whole yeah. thing. And 
And fast forwarding, it, it was a pivotal, a oh. pivotal mark in, in, in my life. Oh in, my in, gosh, in I can only imagine. And other things had to transpire. That's part of my story too. Yeah. That, that's difficult, yeah. but things had to transpire um, because that's, that, it, that was a part of, uh, of, of events that proved that God is using those things as part of my calling. Yeah. And my purpose. That's right. Um, Absolutely. And so I do see like all of the reasons and I know all what the Bible says and I know that God has perfect timing oh, and, yeah. and all of that stuff. I, I think, like I said, the revelation was that yes, it was, it was a baby. Don't minimize That's right. your traumatic events. Yeah. And we sometimes we just have to stop and say, what well, what was the reality of it? Like, and mm -hmm. really, in a sense, allow yourself to feel because we do those things. Minimizing is is so that you can avoid. That's right. So you can deny. Yeah. So you can run away from the pain. Right. So that and you can continue to function. Those yeah. are not healthy. Yeah, and you know it. It it was brought up this week in counseling uh, for a different situation that we realize someone is not grieving something that's happened years ago, mm -hmm. but in God's mercy, like you think about the death when you when you lose someone that's already been here. Yeah, your body goes into shock and numb mode. Yeah, and and that's for. A reason. A reason. That's God's mercy so yeah. that you can do the things mm -hmm. that if you were in your right mind wouldn't be able to function and do. Like planning that funeral, picking right. out that casket, yeah. Yeah. making an obituary, it, it, pulling out. Lot. It's so hard pulling out old pictures yeah. and picking out songs they like. And, and I think God, in His mercy, He... Um, he makes that time go so quickly. Yeah, it's it's almost like a wedding, you know. Yeah. Before you, I mean, it's here. You got to deal with it, and then it's gone. Yeah. Yes. And then you deal with the emotional part then it starts after to, the thing. Yes. Then you start to feel mm -hmm. whether it be sadness or anger or something. You yeah. then get some. So that is. That is such God's mercy. And so yeah. even in situations like this, I see God's mercy um, in his plan of waiting. Um, but then look how loving he is that 22 years later, he's still teaching me things about, about traumatic events that happen. And about that baby. Yeah. Yes. Just it's more confirmation that the baby... I, I, I always felt it was a son, even though there's no way to figure out. Right. I just. Right. That he has our son in heaven with him. Yeah. Like it was a baby, Naomi. Uh huh. I have your baby. And one day, uh, you know, when it's your time to come before the Lord, um, he's going to introduce you to that, to that, I don't know young little baby yeah, yeah. or young man yeah you don't know yeah right but it's your son yeah for sure yeah 
You know, I think we, we got to go back to the scriptures, um, you know, because God is merciful. He gives us hope. We have that hope because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to read a couple of things. It may not quite fit um, what we're talking about, but it's the scriptures on hope. And then hopefully I could pull something out on mercy. Um, but one Titus... I'm going to read 1 and 2. It says, this is a greeting from Paul. Paul, a bondservant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledgement of the truth, which accords with godliness and hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, promised before time began, but has in due time manifested his word, through preaching, which was committed to me, meaning Paul, according to the commandment of God our Savior. Um, let me go over to 2.13. Let me just see what it says. I haven't read it yet. It says, let me start with 2.11. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly righteously and godly in the present age looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great god and savior jesus christ who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people zealous for good works that's um titus 2 11 through 14. Let me read something in Hebrews. Hebrews 11.1. 1. I love in the Titus 1.2 that you just read that it's talking about God and that he cannot lie. It's just very yeah. simple. God who cannot lie. Yeah. Meaning every word in the scripture then is our truth. It's truth. Yeah. He cannot lie and he is our redeemer. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Okay, Hebrew, Hebrews uh, 11 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We got to remember that. That's where, mm-hmm. that is what pa- faith is. We can't, yeah. we can't see it. We have to understand that God's word is truth and he is truth. Yes. Um, that he is a gracious God and a merciful, a loving God. And so forgiving. So I know my story is about a miscarriage, but I know there's many, many that have chosen to have an abortion. Yeah. And that not that is not the unpardonable sin. Yeah, you're right. It's not. And so God loves every unborn child. So what we're saying is those children are up in heaven as well. Mm-hmm. If you've had an abortion, your baby is up in heaven and you can meet that child. You can feel that child and hug that child and live with that child once again, but you do have to ask for forgiveness for that. That's yeah, the you key. Have to, you have to repent and, you know, with your whole heart and just go to the Lord. Now, here's you know? the thing. You don't only... For, 
ask God for forgiveness, you need to give yourself forgiveness. Oh my goodness, Naomi, yeah. Uh, if you, you hold on to. to that unforgiveness, that's a sin in itself. And you're in bondage. Yes, you're holding on to that yeah. bondage. You're holding on to that to yeah. where you won't feel that freedom yeah. of knowing you're forgiven and being washed as white as snow. Yeah, and listen, God's taking care of that baby. Yeah. I believe it. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I believe that God's taking care of that baby. So, um, you know, that's that's a whole other podcast within yeah. itself, you know. But um, listen, if that is something that happened in your life, um, you know, just go to the Lord and yeah. ask for forgiveness. And if you need to talk to somebody about it, you know, we're both here. Um, yeah. There is no condemnation here. Yeah. You know, there's and, and, no condemnation yeah. whatsoever. <clears throat> and that alone is can be a is a traumatic event if you if you've had an abortion. And so don't minimize your traumatic events. That's right. Don't minimize them. Um, I wanna read maybe one more thing, Naomi, if mm -hmm. I could find. Let me see. I like to find a psalm real quick. Psalm 137, maybe. Let's look at that real quickly. Psalm 130. I'm not really sure if this is the one I want to read, but we're going to go to it. Psalm 137. Psalm 130, oh, 130, verse 7. Okay. Oh my goodness, I can't find it quickly. Mm -hmm. That would be a good one. I have the whole chapter highlighted. Well, you know what? Psalm 130, if you read it, it's about waiting for the redemption of the Lord. Mm. So I, I think that whole, that whole yeah. psalm probably uh, applies here. Um. But verse 7 says, O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is abundant redemption, mm. and he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. Yeah. So you're not void of no. being redeemed. No. You're not. No matter what you've done, you're not void of that. Yeah, just go to the Lord. Yeah. Go to the Lord. Mm. Naomi, listen. I know this was a hard one. Yes. But sister, I know you're going to bless somebody out there yeah, with uh, so. this topic today. So yep. thank you for sharing. Yep. All right. No problem. All right. Bye Talk bye. later. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated True Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.